Welcome to Pure Conjecture. I am your co-host, Jim, alongside Will and our special, special guest, the specialist of all guests, Brian. Hey, guys, how you doing? So fancy. <laughs> good, good. You get a new title every time, Brian. Um, so it's been a couple weeks, two, three weeks. I don't know. It's been a little bit. Um, let's start off with a fun one. Donald Trump has testified very shortly something he has not done in court in like 10 or 15 years. And um, in this brief time, he, he was found uh, not credible and fined $10,000. Uh, this was a three-minute testimony. So just to show the, the, the power of Trump when he gets on the, on the witness stand, uh, this all came after uh, Judge, I believe, Chutkin. Uh, no, no, uh, Angeron. Sorry, Chutkin is the, the federal one. This is the so, civil so, one. Yeah, so many, yeah, so many different judges that have <laughs> trials in front of them. I mean, yes. doesn't he have it? Like he has at least five going, and he has probably two more. or three gag orders on him right now. So, so yeah. this judge said, "I like when the gag orders offers. I'm sorry, orders reference each other, <laughs> or like didn't one recently was like asking him questions about like, well, you just did all these other things in the other one. Like, shouldn't we have a higher bar or whatever? And yeah, it's it's a it's a hoot. Yeah. So, which one specifically are are you about to talk about? So, so this judge. Uh, put in a gag order and say you cannot um, mention people that work for me. You can badmouth me all you want, but don't mention anyone that works for me. Because apparently he said something to the like law clerk. So he mentioned like the law clerk or something like that. Like uh, uh, you know recently, right? Um, and then Trump, uh, when he was you know out in the hallway talking to cameras, I think in between the session. Um, this is the civil case um, in New York around the the inflation of wealth, right? In in real estate, all that. This is the one that Michael Cohen testified at, right? Because um, he, he's actually showing up to this one. Um, probably because it's the, the only one that he's of his wealth. The one that he's already guilty in. And now they're just trying to like go over yeah. the details. I think there's like, I think this part is all about, right, figuring out how guilty he is. And I guess this directly relates to how much he's going to get fined or whatever. Um, so yeah, so, so Trump said, um, uh, you know, because he can't talk about him. So he says, a very partisan judge which is fine with a person who's very partisan sitting alongside him, perhaps even more partisan than he is. And when the judge said, who are you talking about? He said, oh, I was talking about Michael Cohen. And he said, really? Because every single time you've ever talked about Michael Cohen, you've just referred to him directly. He's like, no, no, I was definitely talking about Michael Cohen. The judge, and the judge was like, yeah, you're not credible. And he didn't find him $10,000. So <laughs> because Trump cannot help himself, um, uh, funny, funny story to start. Um, Apparently, in that testimony, in that in this case, Michael Cohen has talked about all of the ways that Trump, you know, he, he, I think he said a lot of this before, but it's come out again, where Trump will go into a room around this like yearly time and and say, well, all of my assets, are, you know, all my wealth is equal to 2 billion, but really, I, I think I'm worth 6 billion. So like, you know, just make it work, right? <laughs> and that would be it. And it would be up to Cohen and, and um, uh, his lawyer, can't remember the guy's name, I think he starts with like a W or something. But yeah. So, so uh, Trump is actually showing up to this one. Apparently, um, Alina Haba, his main attorney for for this trial, got actually did a kind of a good job showing, you know, just how not credible Michael Cohen is. And and Trump, you know, the joke is that Trump thought he had his legally blonde moment of like, well, Your Honor, I guess you should dismiss all of the charges because like your witness is, you know, useless. And and the <laughs> the, the prosecution was very quick to be like, ah, uh, like. 
people are like, we don't really like this is not critical to the case. He is just adding flavor at this point. If you guys don't find him credible, it's fine. But there is overwhelming evidence of all of this that's happening. We have like reports and reports and reports and like 10 other witnesses and like, sorry. Yeah, you you, you did a good job, you know, making people question Michael Cohen. Um, so apparently he stormed out at that point. It is interesting, though, the one that he's um, I know that. You know, none of the other ones are necessarily active, but he hasn't really spent a lot of time on any of these other cases. I think this one, because it it explicitly is attacking his wealth, I think that's why he's at this one. None, he doesn't have to be there. Are, none of the others are even a trial right now, though. Right? Yeah, but like, like the the one with um, what's her name? Christ, E. Jean Carroll, like didn't even show up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, he he really doesn't ever show up to these things. Yeah, but that and was like, also a civil proceeding, right? Not a criminal. This is civil too, I think. I don't think this is criminal. I think this is all civil. I don't know. Is the New York one civil? Being brought by the district attorney of New York, right? Does that mean it's criminal? Or the attorney general? I don't know. Fraud. I guess fraud can't be civil. I don't fucking know. Can fraud be civil? Probably not then. Fraud sounds criminal. We're very well informed today. Guys, guys. No, civil fraud trial. We're supposed to be having After two weeks of Trump's civil fraud trial. Apparently fraud can be civil. Okay. What what is the relevance of that distinction in this situation i think like, can saying, he go to jail or not yeah oh no yeah this is all about like just divvying out money like that was my understanding and uh, correct me if i'm wrong but like he's basically already guilty like we're not it's not guilty it, it already found that yes fraud was committed the only question is just how much we're gonna like, right like how much can we tie to him and his kids i think I yeah, think. and the businesses are already being dissolved, if not already. Maybe there was like a stay or whatever, but like it was like, yep, you're like you're done in New York. All these businesses are going to be unwound. Like uh, it, it, now, it's down to like how much of an extra fine on top of it, like you were saying. Um, yeah, I think, uh, and I heard good. somebody referring to that like the Trump like brand and likeness is something that like is even an asset of the Trump org, which in theory could be uh, sold off when they're liquidating. <laughs> um the brand could be sold off that's interesting like 10 years from now after all of these yeah <laughs> things all finally melt so yeah, it says here the trial will determine whether mr trump pays a significant penalty this is from the new york times uh to any other uh, punishment miss uh miss james has asked he pay 250 million and that his sons be permanently barred from running a business in new york yeah yeah and weisselberg was the guy i was thinking of. so yeah weisselberg is the cfo right Not the i thought lawyer. he was the, the lawyer no you're right Pretty sure was a was a, he was a CFO. CFO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean the the ten thousand dollars is. It feels like more reason that like all fines should be like if punishment is a fine. Yeah, exactly. Then yes. if you have enough money, nothing's illegal. Um, that would be deeply un-American. Yes, deeply un-American. Yeah, I don't know. Being just, rich in America is, of like, uh, so. yeah, Jeff Bezos when he was building like his house in uh, D.C. or whatnot. Um, or like, I don't know, some city, he would just park in the no parking zone in front of his house and <laughs> like, just pay the ticket, like whatever, like the, <laughs> the tickets are meaningless. Um, So like functionally, that's a parking spot for him, even though it's illegal. Yeah. It's like, uh... like whatever, 50, a $50 a day parking ticket for him is, you know, functionally worth zero. Convenience. Yeah. It's functionally $0. Right. It costs more money for him to like, think about paying the ticket. 
right? Like that, like that's thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars, yeah. of those seconds of his brain spent on that instead of something more productive. Yeah. I mean, at some point, like, even if he had, like, if his car was towed, like, cool, I'll just buy another car for today. Yeah. <laughs> have another one like, waiting for me. Still, it's still functionally the same. And it's not like he would do it. He would just say, have the car there when I get back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. There is a certain so, yeah. of money that doesn't matter. Yeah, it's yeah, more I mean, there, there are some, yeah, there, there are like countries that do proportional fines. Um, yeah. I, so like, I think like for, Sweden like, or Norway, like one of the, the Scandinavian like, countries do like proportional speeding fines. Yeah. And I, I was reading some article about how uh, some guy got caught doing like 180 miles an hour in his, his, uh, you know, supercar. And the fine was like $300,000. <laughs> it was like some just astronomical amount of money. Nor Norway levies a fine of ten percent of your annual income for speeding. Oh. <laughs> I mean, that seems a bit steep. Well, it's I probably don't, like it's, this it's, max crazy thing. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It, it, it's based on like how much you're speeding. Sure. Like I okay. think the thing is if like you're doing 180 miles an hour, you probably deserve 10% of your income. Yeah, okay, okay. No, no. I would probably go higher than 10 if yeah. that was the number we're talking about. Because yeah. <laughs> like if you can afford a car that can go that fast. <laughs> then you can do without 10% of your salary. I don't know. That doesn't, that seems fine. I don't know. Like maybe no one ever pays 10%, but proportional sounds like a well, great I, idea. I mean, I'm kind of in the same boat a little bit. Whereas like I've, I don't move my car sometimes because I'm like, whatever the $50 parking ticket for alternate side parking is cheaper than the cost of a parking garage. Like a, a park. Cause they don't the take monthly. it enough. Well, that's, that's a little <laughs> different than <laughs> even, not being able to afford. That's more. Uh, even, like, even if they took it, even if they ticketed once a week, Right. So every week I just never moved my car, which is yeah. like the maximum amount of tickets I could get. Um, even if they did that, it would still be cheaper than the monthly rent on a parking spot because $60. So it's 240 bucks for the month. Um, it's a really good point that um, you would think that somehow the ticket fines and garage costs would somehow like market adjust to each other. <laughs> like if ticket fines <laughs> go down, like, well, if they, if they, you know, put, like, if they put points on your license, that would be a little different. Well, yeah, but they can't put points on your license. It's not fair. I don't think they can do that. Because it's not your, yeah, it's, it's not your, you necessarily were the one who was parking there. Right. But your honor. <laughs> in the same way that like um, the like speed cameras and, and shit and like the red light cameras, they don't put points on your license because they can't prove that it was you driving. Oh, they just, they just know that your car. So they ticket, they ticket the car essentially. Yeah. So I have the car pay it. Yeah. Um, strange incentives of, of, of fines and stuff. Um, uh, I read a thing where like when when you were charged by the minute <clears throat> to be uh, for late pickup from daycare, people would do it more because then it just becomes a like a cost of like, oh, great. I can get like 20 minutes extra for like 50 bucks. That's fine. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> oh, like it went the other way. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. It was like yeah, more people ended up being later, like when they when he when they went in those directions um, because it put a, it put a price on it. Right. It's like, oh, okay. Now I'm like that price sounds worth my my money. <laughs> right. You're you're cheaper than my local babysitter. So <laughs> like I I would rather like finish this meeting or like whatever I'm doing. Like, oh, it's only like 20 bucks. Sure, fine. <laughs> As opposed to, oh no, I gotta get there because that's bad, right? I mean the daycare probably is cool with it. Well, it, it depends. Again, like are they charging enough to make it worthwhile? Because like generally staff need to stay around and like my gut yeah. says if like you increase the number and you're like, oh, turns out you guys 
are, are, are going the opposite directions where we need to up the incentives, right? I mean, yeah, who knows? The electric shock know. needs to be higher. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like we're gonna then, we're gonna I mean, double the lateness fine next year or something like that, right? Yeah. Um, you would think if that was the case, they would just offer an option for kids to stay later. Well, it's usually, I mean, usually that's because that's when the place is closing. Right. But that's what I mean. Like you think that they would be like, oh, there's clearly a demand here, you know. But anyways, that's that is interesting, Brian. I, I would probably also feel like, oh, whatever, they're gonna tack it onto my bill. How much am I paying to have my kid go to this this preschool? This preschool doesn't sound like one of those, you know, school like, you know, town ones. This sounds like a private one. And if it's yeah. a private one, it's probably like twenty thousand dollars a year. So you're probably like, Yeah, whatever. I don't know. With when they added late fees to library books, did did more people keep library books longer? Yeah, but is that the same but, thing? <laughs> not, not particularly. I, I, like, I could see where you're going with there, but <laughs> let's remem- remember that the books are free. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a barrier of entry for having your kid probably go to some of these schools of having yeah. lots of money. That's true. And they're probably like... The, the library fees are infinitely more expensive than, than just borrowing <laughs> the book. <laughs> Incalculably yeah. so. Yeah. Infinite percentage increase. Yeah, it's like, oh, that doesn't sound so good. That is interesting, Frank. Um, uh, yeah. Okay, what do we got? So next? yeah, I would I would like more severe punishments for Trump as kind of the oh right yeah that, some, that, that's where we're going with that something meaningful. Uh, oh, every fine is, ever from yeah, fun- from any court always yeah. feels like just absolute peanuts. Like it feels like and any money that's worth anything, it's like someone's yeah. like, I will send it to you for. 20 years and you have to pay a five thousand dollar fine it's like jesus did like well yeah it feels like those laws weren't updated right have you adjusted any of this for inflation yeah exactly this law was written in 1860 when five thousand dollars (laughs) was you know you you were basically donald trump well the, the 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 amount that the case will ultimately lead to could be quite significant but like yeah like court fines are are trivial i mean the only real thing is like if he keeps going, like I very much expect, like ramping up on the fines, right? Well, so they become significant. Yeah, what and they can the, also um, do things sorry. like take away his ability to like post to social media entirely. And that would be difficult without putting him in a in a prison cell. Uh, I just mean like they would ramp up what the gag order impacts. Well, sure, yes. I think I, we were talking more about the uh, the fines associated, whether or not he can just continue doing what he wants because who cares about ten thousand dollars a day yeah do they ever have to pay the the you know the state for the for 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 their fees like that would be okay like if you hit this income bracket like you now have to and you lose like you also find for the cost that like Letitia James and all of them had to like the collective value of the people prosecuting against you (laughs) like Here's like I, I feel like you would have four thousand yeah, hours. Has, you like, know that, that has to be at like a very high income bracket. Otherwise, it's like yeah, I don't know. That feels. Well, let's although say, I do like. Let's say a billionaire. Does, let's say if you're a billionaire, it does set up a, an incentive structure that I like though, which is that the government is more interested in enforcing the law for those who are richer. Right. Right. And but like, I mean, it all, but doesn't it also like incentivize plea deals even sure. more than plea deals already are incentivized? Yeah, plea deals. I don't. I mean, because the amount, because that amount of money, that amount of money could be reasonably added into the negotiation of a plea deal, right? As like it, it will end up extracting more money, and that seems fine to me. Or better than not. How's that? 
or whatever. She's suing for two hundred fifty million. Yeah, I mean that that more than covers, I'm sure, all of the attorneys' fees uh, working on this case. Well, the real thing is dissolving the businesses, though. I mean, the money's great. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I like this whole proportionality thing. It it is always ridiculous hearing very very wealthy people get fined for any of these ridiculously small numbers. So especially things that like can be so harmful as speeding. Yeah, yeah. Maybe relative like to the cost was, of the car. Like it would make me real bummed out if something like that's for like jaywalking or littering. Like, come on. Sure. Jaywalking. Have you gotten a ticket for jaywalking? Thank God, no. Brian, you're making I mean, it sound like could, anyone could anybody, ever has. In California, <laughs> but, you do so, like California used to enforce those laws like in LA and shit. Really? Yeah. Yes. Um, I, yeah. I was just with some people who were mentioning something about that actually. But do New Yorkers not go no, to in, LA because of it, in, it, it is so hard for me not to jaywalk wherever I go. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, um, but no, like first time I was in LA, somebody was like, they, they take jaywalking seriously here. So it's like, oh, okay. Then I was like, just standing on the fucking sidewalk with no cars. I'm like, Guys, why do I have to wait? Why, 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 why do I have to wait opportunity. here? Like, there's no cars coming. We, like, could, we could have been there by now. Okay. Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. We're just standing here on this fucking corner waiting for lights to change yeah i get i get why no everyone sense. thinks the west coast is like we'll get there and we get there i you know i know why because we're all just standing around we all just stand yeah. around yeah because i might fucking walk to go to lunch yeah i spent six minutes standing at red lights i'm surprised they don't have bars at every corner just let people drink on the streets because you have to sit around <laughs> for so long um so that was trump you want to talk about the new speaker of the house oh i guess mike johnson mike johnson mike wazowski <laughs> So what do you get? How do you guys think he got the spot? Because obviously he's like just as bad as some of the other folks. So like, is Fatigue. it a mix of what was that? Fatigue. Yeah, that's totally. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's like I want the what is it like the Family Feud? Like the different the different uh, planks of it. Fatigue. Yeah. Uh, uh, like nobody knowing who the fuck he is. So it's like, oh, he can't be that bad. Yeah, obs- obscurity certainly helps. Yep. It wasn't Nancy Pelosi like quoted as being like, I had to Google who the hell this guy was. <laughs> like he's been in the house and he's done like i mean i don't actually don't know how long he's been there but no one knew him no one knew him and it's probably hard to get like a big anti-pressure against someone no one has a clue what they are you know what i mean like it, it felt like um but i know now space, you know enabler of mr mctouchikins um who jim jordan yeah like he has many enemies and he's well known for being like yes. an insane dick and never trumpers i'm sure hate his guts but this guy, they they were probably all like, who, who is he? And then they were like, sure, we'll vote him. And then realized this guy's pretty fucking bad. Let's be clear, right? Huge anti-LGBTQ uh, election denier. Like, like this is the guy that's like standing behind Jim Jordan, basically doing a lot of the same shit, just not being that vocal about it. That's what it feels like. The, the ones doing the actual legal legwork for, the, um, for, for trying to decertify the election in four states. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. he literally led that. Like, he is a like explicitly anti-democratic person so you know, what does it mean to to, to to bring in someone who who does not believe the current president is legitimate what does it mean to make them speaker of the house Did, didn't didn't i mean what like three years ago we were saying that like denying the election was going to be the litmus test for republicans moving forward that's it like they are the majority it just means they're a republican that's what it means it's amazing that the like the only valid elections are the ones they win it's like shock um yeah pretty crazy his wife uh not not the greatest person either they're kind of uber 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 religious he's been they've been i guess passed some uh, covenant law in louisiana that makes it even harder to get divorced um 
and oh, they those those a lot. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, and you I wanted think, to take away on like no um, yeah, no fault divorces. Yes, yes. Um, and then um, she runs like some kind of Christian healing center that I think has been our you know argued as like a conversion therapy type place. So um, like yes. st- very very uber religious these two this feels like this feels like mike pence like another version of mike pence just like less weird like mike pence called his wife mother you know he had that like really weird thing about him that you're like what is that um this guy feels like a quieter less assuming don't want to be president but all have all the same views as you know it's not good although mike See, pence call- doesn't deny the election so i guess this guy makes mike pence look good which i hate saying I call my wife mama sometimes. I, I'm not. I'm not that upset by that. Dude, he references mother, mother. Mother feels weird. Mother feels. Know, but, but what is it? Also Oedipus the, or whatever. What is that whole thing? Like it feels weird. Like like you killed your mom and this wife and your wife looks like her. You know what I mean? Um. No. The weirdest part about Mike Pence is fucking hair. Uh, yeah. You mean the like the like skull cap, the white yeah. skull cap he wears? I don't understand how it has no volume at all, but also completely covers the scalp. Yeah. Like, it just yeah. It, it looks it, like it's, it, it, it's it's two-dimensional it, it's like painted on in post yeah exactly yeah well i mean the big thing is like what is like yeah all and that's all fair criticism of 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 him the question is how he's planning on leading the house right like we'll we'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes um he and this is part of that list of like what are the reasons that he got it like he must have had conversations about what kinds of things he he of like some of the hot button stuff going on now of like what he's going to be putting forward or not. And like, we'll find out like, is the government going to shut down? Is Ukraine going to get money? Well, didn't he already Uh, say that he wanted to make changes to the deal that McCarthy had struck for getting a budget passed? I I don't know. I actually haven't heard much legislatively about what he's been up to. Um, I mean, I wouldn't, I would expect that. Right. I mean, he's coming to do like his version of whatever things are. Uh, he's making a, a public attempt saying it is a high priority. He says, it, so this is um, him on Fox News saying first priority in leadership is to reach an agreement on government funding. Oh, well, I mean, that's there was nothing to else to say, but like whatever. That I know. Hey, I, I know. Right? <laughs> so, so the first priority wasn't uh, impeaching Biden. Um, he says, uh, <laughs> well, we'll get there, though. I, I mean, I'm happy that that isn't the first, you know, how 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 low is the bar? that we're happy <laughs> that he didn't just say yep let's shut down you know why you can't impeach biden if the government shut down that's why this is this, this actually doesn't change anything at all brian um um i think everyone will be on board because they understand we're really doing this work if we run out of time on the calendar we may need a little bit more time to complete it so they might do another can kicking measure and i mean i don't know i mean um, so so far th- those feel just like relatively hollow words which is fine right like but at least it's being signaled I, I, we're all just happy he's even talking about it. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's 100%. insane. That's insane. It could have it could have been Biden, got, and we need to secure the border, right? Like he could have just been like, "Fuck it." <laughs> As my first step, we will be holding yeah. all day tours and yeah, inviting everyone the whole, to the Capitol. Yeah, the whole house has to go down to the border. Yeah, and and, and we're gonna hang Biden. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. They picked one. How many? How many times did Jim Jordan try? Like three, four. Like yeah, that's nothing. McCarthy, McCarthy had the endurance. Jim Jordan obviously didn't. Yeah, um, pretty sad, sad state. All right. Um, speaking of Pence, Pence dropped out of the next um, 
presidential race. He did. It yep. was, uh, according to him, not his time. Yes. Uh, he was noticed. Well, he was the last one to figure that out. <laughs> I bet you mother told him it's not a good idea. No, the fact that he ran out of money told him it was a good idea. Yeah, you're right. You would need some serious backers. And um, like, who's yeah, the he, Pence candidate? He only, he only had like 500K left. Who, who's the, who's yeah, the evangelical Pence candidate replacement? I don't even know. Trump, Trump is an evangelical. Didn't you know? I mean, did, did, did I mean, literally the demographic likes him more than Pence. Oh, well, I guess that does make Pence like that does make him completely redundant, I guess. All right. Yeah. So Pence is gone. Um, I mean, is any nobody's even in striking distance, right? Like it's nothing of the polls. Yeah. Um, 2044. Is De Sanctimony still second place? A Republican primary. Yeah. Yes. Um, what is it? Um, poll. Yeah. Let's see what we got. DeSantis, then uh, Nikki Haley, and Tim Scott. No. Okay. Good God. Trump has That's 56%. DeSantis is 14. It's not and every, great. Everyone else is like a rounding error. Not yep. great. Yep. So we're one general election away from preserving democracy. Hooray. Yeah. Um, he, here's hoping the like, Half dozen wars that are breaking out uh, go well for Biden in the next year or so. Dude, how? Oh crap! Pete's in the waiting room. Dude, how how, how could these wars go well for him? I, I think they can only. I think I think wars can only like, yeah, like not... you know what I mean. Like they can only drain and and cause like more people to not like him. You know, hey, all, all they're gonna break. do is uh, yeah. Sorry, well, yeah. I mean, if if well, I was trying to cut you off, so you know. <laughs> um... <laughs> If like America has to be the one fighting for it to be good for yeah America or for the president rather, um, like proxy wars are it's just money we're spending and that never feels good. Yeah, yeah, we're either spending money or we're assisting with war crimes. Yeah, <laughs> one or the other. <laughs> what? Some, sometimes both. <laughs> yeah, sometimes both. Yeah, yeah. I don't like. I'm just saying. Like it. It's a very um, like these are not good spots for president to be in. I don't think so. What, what's your over under on uh, Taiwan getting attacked then in the next zero uh, percent chance? Zero. Oh, interesting. Okay. Why are you why are you quite so confident in that? Um, because China doesn't want that fight. Uh, uh, they prefer to just have it as a as an egregious affront than actually yep. do anything about it. Yeah, it I mean, would be. It's been working out. It would be catastrophic for China's economy and also, you know, the United States military is pretty big. <laughs> I love sometimes hearing things of like Canada. I'm sorry, Canada. Uh, China now has more um, uh, uh, naval boats than than any any country in the world, and you're like, okay. And then you're like, oh wait, they're like tugboats and like things that can't even go past their like they couldn't even go past the first island chain if they could if they yeah. What that's why they keep building up fucking oh. islands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. This is a different strategy. Yeah. We don't need a blue water navy if we just keep fucking. Building islands out Keep there. Building islands. Boop, no island. Boop, no island. <laughs> Those things are very impressive. To it's see. a hundred year plan. <laughs> They're eventually going to invade across the Pacific. Yeah. Um, well, now, no. now, by contrast from Taiwan, a like some sort of major incident breaking out in the South China Sea in the next year or two is is much more likely. Like what? Uh, all of the different groups there are constantly saber saber rattling and pushing in on each other's like territory. That's what the islands are are all about. Like them, like I mean, what is like the Philippines, Korea, um, China, obviously. Um, I think Japan has some conflicts there too, but they're all just like it is a powder keg. Yeah, it had like the Chinese Navy like 
harassing Filipino yeah. uh, Philippines fishing vessels and shit like that. She's like, do we have better things to do? Like that guy's in a fucking basically a rowboat, dude. Like, what, I think what are we doing here? The Chinese Navy is like, no, we literally have nothing better to do. There's nothing for us to do. Uh, I saw a thing. That the 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 Phil, Filipinos like had a uh, an old World War Two era like battleship or something like run aground and then had been stationing soldiers on it and using it as a base to just be like, yeah, we control this area. And there would always be like Chinese um, boats with water cannons like splashing at their like supply runs and stuff. Like that, these are the things that go on on a daily basis there. Water cannons. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't want to be the one who shoots first. The fucking super soaker war of wait, 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 so we're going <laughs> to wait. So water cannons aren't technically firing on them, I guess. It's, it's just, just water guys. It's just called being a dick. It's like, I'm not hitting you. I'm not hitting you. Yeah. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. Why do you guys keep jumping off your ships? No, I mean, the only realistically, the only way that any serious conflict happens there is if, uh, uh, Xi Jinping is um, oh yeah feels like he is losing his grip on power. Yes, yeah, yeah. It, to, to be clear, I I think the chance of a like war happening as a result of things in the South China Sea are super low. But like tiny flare ups that could get a little bit out of hand are much more likely. Um, yeah, I, I just don't think any of them really involve Taiwan in any serious manner. No, yeah, that's it's fair. just. The, the stakes are too high there. Yeah, we we and, care and a lot about and everybody knows it. Yep. Yeah. And the and biggest so, thing we care about is them not, <laughs> being right there next to China and not letting them go by. I mean, there's just uh, manufacturing TSM, there. TSMC is the thing that we care about. Sure, that's fair. Like there's there's semiconductors are there, right? Yeah. TSMC. Yeah. Like the thing that like basically powers like 90 percent of electronics of the world. Like the world cares that China doesn't try and take over Taiwan. Uh, yeah, and then and then we uh we keep restricting like their ability to buy any like GPUs or any technology. Like, China's not allowed to do AI stuff. When, like, <laughs> China, buy China, buy China. Yeah, like, we yeah we keep restricting uh their access to faster and faster processors. Do you think it's like uh, the the US government telling Nvidia they can't, or do you think they're just like, look, we'll just make sure that all of your inventory is always bought out by us? Um, I think it's explicitly him telling them they can't. Got it. But also, I'm sure whoever covers Fed for NVIDIA is having a good time. Is, is doing very well for themselves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, anyone who covers any account in NVIDIA must be doing well for themselves. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Fucking DGX. Is they don't even have man. sales reps there. So it doesn't even matter. That's true. They have evangelists. Yeah. It's like engineering people. Like they don't, it's not traditional sales reps. There. So it's, yeah, it's like uh, Intel. Yeah. Although apparently like AMD has quota bearing sales reps, which that's is very true. weird to me. Somebody was telling me about this. It's like, what? I mean, I guess if you're like just trying to be disruptive, it makes sense to incentivize people that way. NVIDIA is like, everyone wants to use our stuff. Just just tell people how to use it better. So they buy more. Yep. I remember there was a lot of talk of a lot of <clears throat> FPGA, hyper-customized kind of compute that like was going to go out there and that was going to be like, eh, NVIDIA is like too like generic, like no way. Like they'll become these hyper specific. And then like there is, but it is so incredibly niche that, it, you know, these are tiny little bubbles of markets and it is just nothing compared to just a general purpose, you know, a way to compute, uh, like, like, like in, uh, just in the GPU again, you know? Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure like some scale, it would make way more sense, right? Like if you're in, I don't know, 
like if you're AWS, or if you're Azure, maybe it makes sense to try and like figure out how to build uh, or procure like FPGAs for that, but, or like, you know, custom ASICs or something. But um, if, yeah, for the, for the general data science team, it probably doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. Yep. When, you know, every fucking company, like they're 95% of companies, if not more, their, their data science program is one guy with a fucking desktop and a 3090 in it. And it's like, Hey, go figure out how to, make ai make us money yeah and we already and put on our website that we're doing it so yeah, exactly give us a reason give us a give <laughs> yeah. us something to tell people when when they ask now yeah go figure out the question we're supposed to be asking <laughs> that makes us money <laughs> we, have, we have some data go find it um yeah the amount of conversations i have with customers that are like like i'm like hey can you know what is your data science team up to and it's like well bob is up to uh need hey, bob, a new get desktop. over here yeah you saw a gpu yet exactly i was getting in a few weeks yeah um okay uh did i kind of a segue to him i kind of do yeah let's go to this guy so uh new york republicans are trying to expel george santos do you hear about this brian oh right oh by the way can can you stick the articles in 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 slack oh sure getting all fancy now well just so i can here's that one and here's another one's coming um so yeah uh new york republicans not not um the fed the federal uh congress all i mean they were already gonna not support him right for during his re-election campaign right but these guys are trying to boost him now um it says uh it's a seat like i think it's purplish isn't it i don't think it's super red that makes more sense then let me see yeah no his seat is super purple he won it from a democrat he was part of the like oh. wave of uh compl- like he got in because voters were pretty complacent because of uh Hokel. Because of what? She Hokel. She liked to press turnout. Yeah. Yeah. Democrats got swept in New York. Oh. Selection. Yeah. So bad. so Hokel was the governor and a, there was a lack of enthusiasm around her. So it's a press turnout kind of across the board. That's a bummer. Yeah. It meant a bunch of uh New York seats went Republican when they need to. Well, I'm assuming they want to like knife him as quickly as possible. Uh it's too late at this point. That seat's going back Democrat. Oh, you think so? Yeah, oh, okay. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's too late. Damage is done. Well, I mean, what if they, what would happen if they did um, expel him? Would there be a, a snap election? Um, Yeah, I mean, there would have to be a special election, right? It's not, unless they, unless, I mean, if anything, the governor would th- appoint someone, right? No, the governor can like... only appoint senators. Uh, yeah, then I don't know. I feel like that feels like, that, I feel like that's one of those like state by state things. Yeah, probably. Like each state's got its own like, wackadoo thing maybe there's like a is there a star star council or something that like picks fake electors get together and kill a kill a rabbit or something yeah uh, special election vacancy opens up a special election would be held to fill the seat mm, okay which maybe republicans in a weird way like hope for because i don't know maybe there's stats that they turn out maybe slightly better in special elections you know and historically for like the past uh the cycles special elections have not gone well for republicans well then then i guess it like, just what- went out one way or the other, though, like if he stays there for the whole term and then goes up to election versus the like the GOP is seen as knifing him and being like, hey, like we're the good ones, like stick with us. Like that feels like an easier sell. Oh, yeah. It's way better than if yeah. he's running because if he's running. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't. Yeah, I think the damage is already done there. Do you think the Dems should uh, should vote to to not to expel him to increase the chances of flipping the seat? Oh, like um play that kind of whatever like like the mccarthy thing like yeah no <laughs> or the opposite thereof oh yeah like we're not going to help you expel him 
Um, uh, I don't know. This feels less. This this is why Democrats are bad at politics. It's because like, yeah, it's probably smart, but it's also wrong. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Power play 100 percent of the time, twenty four seven. Well, he might be gone, but there's also a trial coming up for him too. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty three counts of fraud. So you know things uh, will come up for him. Yeah. Two and days I feel ago, like him he pleaded not guilty. I feel like him being fined ten thousand dollars would actually sting. <laughs> sure. Um, September 9th of next year is what his trial date. Yep, feels very close to the election. Stetis is accused of stealing people's identities and making charges on his own donors' credit cards without their authorization, lying to the FEC, FEC, and by extension the public about financial state of his campaign. Jesus. Yeah, he was um he was charging people like recurring donations above the federal limit. Wasn't it like he got their credit card number and he just yeah. kept on swiping it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like you can only donate 2500 to a campaign. So when you go over that, that's a problem. Yeah. Damn, that guy's a Nazi. He is so fucked. This has to be jail time, right? Yeah. It feels like he doesn't get out of this without jail time. Um, seven counts of wire fraud, three counts of money laundering, and one count of theft of public funds, two counts of making materially false statements to the U.S. House of Representatives. This has to be jail time. That sounds like a weekend for Trump. <laughs> I, I don't really. Sorry, sorry, God. When the charges were announced, Santos said he had no clue what's going on, adding, I will fight this. <laughs> what is this? Like, like someone just showed up at his door randomly. Sorry, Will. Oh, I was just laughing about the picture that the Daily Beast used for, for their article on this, which is obviously very flattering. Put it in Slack. <laughs> what is this? I don't know. It's a fucking picture of him walking That's no way that's real. That's Photoshop, oh, right? Crap. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, dude. Oh, god damn it. The thing is saying I have for, to register. For, for, the, for the three podcast user, uh, listeners, it's just him looking fat. <laughs> also, all, basically all of you have Slack. So. Yeah. It it looks like someone, like you put a pillow on in front of him or something. That's weird. Uh, I really want to know, like, did, I, I'm, I'm always curious, like the, the kind of very partisan news outlets, um, do they just have like a, you know, a folder of unflattering images? to use whenever there's a, a news article so they can just put it in there because it's like very often not a current photo it's like what's peak unflattering you got to imagine they probably try those occasionally you probably can't do it all to. the time absolutely yeah i can imagine as a photographer being like oh i got a really awful one nice <laughs> it's gonna sell well they're like why why are your pictures always from the side showing trump like looking like he's gonna fall over <laughs> oh god yeah those are those are hilarious <laughs> he literally looks like a like lurching over like like a pea without like the back part of the pea you know what i mean like a, like it's a hook at the top or something like a you know you mean like the letter p yeah 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 oh, oh okay i see maybe maybe oh, better thing. Yeah. you know what i mean like remove the back part of the top that's like how he's like, an, up, like an upside down question mark yes yes that would be better <laughs> yes <laughs> Like, how are you not falling over? That's how he's not. Somehow that, that's how he balances his center of so gravity. Unloaded. Yeah. Which I don't get because it's peculiar. I don't I don't know how how he balances. I, I I do understand why he's afraid of ramps though. Like it does make sense with that kind of posture. Is he afraid of ramps? Is yeah. Dude, like a, he like he can't walk down ramps. Thing? Well he can. <laughs> he would, he would but like that. apparently like he refuses to, and apparently it, you know, 
I, I, I think it like, I think he has, I think he has a very hard time with ramps. Like, like he has a hard time holding, you know, and drinking a cup of water. You've seen those, right, Brian? I'm, I'm looking at it now. Have you seen him drink, drink water? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. On to, I think I talked about this. I don't think I talked about it here. So it's a little old, but uh, lectern gate. Did I tell you this about this, Brian? Oh yeah. We're, I think you talked about it last time. I did. Or do we, we're, you know, I asked Ariel this and she said, I don't remember this. I'm sorry. No, no. We were talking about it in Slack earlier. Is that what it was? Okay. Yes. So Sarah Huckabee Sanders went on a trip to Paris with some friends and there was like Instagram posts of them like partying and all this kind of stuff. And afterwards, a investigative journalist um, filed a FOIA request for the receipts of the trip. And there was all of like this regular stuff. And then there was this like $19,000 charge for Beckett events. And he's like, that's weird. Just like, that's it. Just Beckett events, you know? And, and, uh, and, and Beckett, there's this, um, I think Sarah Beckett um, uh, was uh, someone who owns a, a company um, and she was with her on the trip. It's like her friend, right? So she keeps digging. He keeps digging. He says, well, what is this? What is this expense? And after, you know, lots and lots of delays and delays, and delays they finds out that, I said, oh, it was, it was a purchase for this like high-end lectern. And the guy was maybe like $19,000 for a lectern. Now he looked up and these lecterns apparently can get to like, you know, $10,000 brand new. But but then he asked for a picture of it, in which case they sent one and and it was absolutely not one, you know? And and it, it took him a little while to send it, by the way. And he contacted the manufacturer because it's like, you can spend $10,000 on these things. Like, like unless you're buying it used somewhere third party, it's got to be a thing where like they know, you know, they would they would know everywhere they, they're sending these, right? Like it's not like you're, these are in department stores, right? Um, and they're like, yeah, we've never sold one to Sarah Huckabee Sanders. So he keeps digging and and then they, um, during this time. <laughs> this is why nobody likes reporters because they like go around and ask people questions and then keep asking questions. And then all of a sudden there's like a law being broken or something. If yeah. everybody, if nobody asked questions, everything would be fine. Yes. So. Around this time that this is starting to ramp up, Sarah Huckabee Sanders summons Arkansas lawmakers um, for a special legislative session to cut taxes and ban the state from mandating COVID-19 vaccines. And then she also added one more request, overhaul the state's long set, long-standing uh, FOIA act. <laughs> she claimed um, they don't care about transparency. Um, they want to waste taxpayers' dollars, slow down our bold conservative gender, and frankly, put my family's lives at stake. Like the ultimate snowflake, right? Asking about expenses for a business trip is putting her family's lives at stake. Um, funny enough, this was so unpopular. It's one of the few things that are quoted here where Republicans and Democrats were actually in unison against Iran. Because even the Republicans were like, yeah, this doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry. Like, oh, did, did it not go through? Yeah, no, this got this got such like crazy pushback that this part of it didn't go through. Because oh. even the crazy Republicans in um in Arkansas were were like, please explain how this is putting your family's life at risk. <laughs> and so she backed off. But now you've got this thing. Now, now the the interesting part is they start going through documents and they find the document for the expense and it has this little extra thing. This is where it starts to get kind of bad because um, um, they go back, they get they get the invoice and and they actually get a copy of it and it has a notation to say to be reimbursed as in, as in I'm not submitting this as an expense, right? They're claiming it was a mistake. It was meant to be reimbursed. And the Republican 
you know, the Republican convention there, like basically made the payment and and paid for it. Right. And, and they said, well, so, so I was never supposed to submit it. Like it was never meant to go to the government. The Republican national committee was going to pay for this. They do more digging. And it turns out, um, a, an executive assistant was instructed to add the, to be, uh, reimbursed to the original note, but not to date the updated change. So, uh, fraud basically, you know, documents fraud, whatever all that kind of crap is. Basically, they're trying to cover it up. And now there's an audit. Um, I think they're going to try and find out who told this executive assistant. I don't think they know who told the executive assistant, but it was made clear that they had to, they had to, you know, go and basically update a document already submitted without making any notes that, that, that any change was made at a later date. So I don't know if this will translate into anything. Sarah Huckabee Sanders what? is saying this is just the liberals trying to stop, you know, their their woke efforts to try and stop our conservative agenda. Blah 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 blah. But yeah, where, where, where is it? Where's everything currently at right now? There's Sorry, an audit that's being conducted. Um, but my gut feels like if it's a Republican-controlled um, state, that that the 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 audit is to you know slow down and and you know get everyone to forget about it, and there'll be some kind of note with like a, oh like we found it. There was all honest mistakes on all sides. Like my gut tells me like this is like a way to slow roll it out of the public eye and and sweep it under the covers. But but yes, there is currently an audit happening. Yeah, but I think you're right, Jim. <laughs> I mean, no one said that, but like, I don't know, a Republican controlled, you know, state government. I don't, what, what, what are they going to oust the governor for, for documents fraud? They're going to throw someone in jail. No, they're not, you know? So interesting. Lectern gate. I just don't understand. Like that family has a lot of money. Like why, why risk it for 19 grand? Like, you know. Dude, I, I mean, honestly, I thought where the story was going is that like more of these things would be found. Like my assumption is that I would assume things yeah, like I'm this sure. are done fairly frequently by them. Um, this one's pretty brazen. So maybe there's yeah, a chance okay. that the audit uncovers more things, you know? Yeah. But I mean, there's like, I don't know, I guess like you add it up over time and it matters, but it feels like a, for, you know, a family that's been in politics and then been in like the pundit circle for a long time. 19,000 would not be a significant amount of money and not worth the risk for, for this. I think that goes to how, like, how easy and how, like, you know, it must, to your point, Will, you don't jump to 19,000. 19,000 isn't the one time you did this. 19,000 is yeah, years but- and years and years of constantly doing this without anyone ever looking over it. And then it just slowly getting higher and higher, you know? That's kind of what I was implying slash assuming. Yeah, yeah. Like a pattern of behavior. Right. And if it's like 50, 60 to $70,000 every single year with stuff like this. I mean, this was like one weekend. Yeah. Well, it's like I, I worked I worked with somebody who like would expense every subway ride, which was like, I don't know, $2.50 or whatever the subway costs now. And it's like, why bother? Like the risk for being reimbursed for four $5 a day is not worth the like, hey, you're submitting fraudulent expenses um, problem. Granted, he never got caught. So I guess it's like, that's the answer. But yeah, you know, it's just one of those things like, why why bother? I kind of feel like Santos might be in a similar mindset. That he's never gotten caught? I mean, he just failed his way up, right? Yeah. Or not failed his way up, right? He just kept going. Bop, 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 bop. He, he frauded his way up? Yeah, he frauded his way up. Like, oh my God, all of a sudden people are looking. That wasn't what you were doing before. I mean, it's Sarah be Sanders. Like, like, she came from a a ton of wealth she's probably just isn't used to paying for anything ever this is probably like i can put it on dad's credit card 
are getting spent with the government. Dad's getting kind of pissed at me. Like, what Mike would you Huckabee, imagine Mike, if Mike Huckabee's estimated net worth is uh, eleven million dollars? Yeah, yeah. He's probably like Sarah. I already bought you your expensive house. Like, stop bugging me. <laughs> and she's like, but I can't live on this measly governor salary. Of, I don't know, probably like one hundred fifty, two hundred grand a year. You know. So what do you what 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 is a girl to do? My gut also says she probably hangs out with a lot of very well off people. And eleven million dollars is a lot, but it's not fu money. So she probably yeah, that's, that's has true. to like you know. If she has like actual rich friends, um, you know, keep up with the Joneses. Got to keep up, right? I just want to see what an eighteen thousand dollar lectern looks like. It doesn't exist. Well, they they do have ten thousand dollar ones. I want to see. Yeah, what that no, like looks it's like, like uh, I fucking forgot the name of it. Um, they call it. I, out. Bet it's, I bet it's not impressive. It's like wooden, and it's got like a really nice mic on it. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, the retailer wrote online. Shit, what is it called? Falcon Falcon lectern. You Google that Falcon Lectern. I'm not even trying my scene, but you can look at it. Yeah, I, I don't know why these things are ten thousand dollars, but they are like I think they are. I think they like if we were to honestly do a deep dive into the Falcon Lectern, my gut tells me that these guys are dominate the space, and and you don't buy a lectern unless it's from Falcon because how else do the prices get this high? I just found one for fourteen thousand. It's two hundred fifty pounds, dude. Fourteen thousand on Wayfair. Wayfair, please explain to me. The person yeah, who's, who's going who's to Wayfair to buy, to buy a lectern, like uh, Wayfair, well, you have lost to, to you buy a fourteen thousand dollar lectern. Yeah, yeah, I don't, dude. When did Wayfair get into the lectern well, market? I mean, it is Jim, twenty. Jim. It's twenty eight percent off. Yes. But it was. Oh, it was, it was twenty. 20 Holy shit! We figured it out. That's the nineteen. Uh, I just want to know, like, like actual real. Did wait so I don't know how Wayfair's business model works. My gut tells me they have nothing in inventory and they're a pass through. But if they are holding any inventory, did someone on their buy side get like completely sold on these things? Yeah, no Wayfair doesn't hold any inventory. They're okay. just a they're a pass through. It's like selling it on uh, Amazon Marketplace. So someone signed up for Wayfair basically and is passing through. Let me see if I can. Yeah, this is it. I I don't. I if love that someone thought step. this was worth their time. Like if you track down this the seller, it'll turn out that the Huckabees. Uh, actually uh our our front on it yeah executive wood products that is the name i, don't, I have no idea who these people are but um i'm telling you it's the huckabees then it's fucking yeah. things 200 pounds too this is heavy as shit yeah yeah this company has these fifteen thousand dollar lecterns and then also a, a, a dude a, a a a little wooden like table that is designed to hide your, your uh, the little bot that that goes around the carpet cleaning and shit your roomba Yes, it's a Roomba fucking house. Look, I just pasted this shit. Dude, a Roomba house. And they call it hide and sweep. That's pretty good. It's $140. Yeah, but it's got a nice little dovetail joiner. Do you think they include one of these if you buy one of their lecterns? Do you think you get one of these for free? Is this, I mean, like, is this like the, um, dude, look at the before and after picture. It's like, oh no. I don't want anyone this to see is my the Roomba. Worst, this might be the worst product I've ever seen. <laughs> it's $140. Well, because it doesn't even do a good job of hiding Roomba. You can still see it. Like you can it had, still like, see a, it. What the fuck? I know. It's like also, it's like R two in fucking. Uh, you know how you hide roommates? You put them under the chair that's right next to that fucking picture. <laughs> you know it's a really good hide <laughs> <from> the chair. <laughs> yeah, guys, yeah. you did it wrong. Yeah, everybody's <laughs> Roomba is under a fucking couch. And like, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they missed the fact that. Dude, I love the fact because the, yeah. the, ch- the chair didn't. The chair didn't need did, to be in the picture. Exactly. They didn't have to put it there. <laughs> a strictly superior Roomba yeah. hider. I kind of want to email Executive Wood Products. 
<laughs> I'd be like, how much for the chair? I think that's a better Roomba hider. I'm sorry. When you said uh, I was buying a Roomba hider, I thought I was buying the chair in the picture. What the fuck is this little piece of wood? <laughs> this doesn't even hide it. Oh, uh, you know, like whosoever company this is, you know, it's like their kid who's like, I got an idea. Okay, Junior. We'll put it, we'll put it on the Wayfair. I love that the like the more info about this product is basically just about like if you buy this, we'll let you know when it ships. It's like no additional dude, no additional salesmanship. Yeah. Blank. The description is blank. This was like this kid's like shop project instead of like birdhouses. No, it's no it's Roomba homes. Yeah. No, it's it's twenty thousand dollar lecterns, this and a portable decorative speaker. I don't don't understand what I'm looking at with this. It's so ugly. I don't know what, like, what is portable about this? It's a massive piece of wood. I want to write a review. Brian, all right, here's the last thing. It's this big circular (laughs) piece of wood. This is portable, Brian. I don't even. Your decorative radio? Yes. What? This is good. Um, It was really good podcast material. Shut up. up. Nobody can see what we're looking at. It's it's a gigantic piece of wood with this, like, stand and a speaker. Nothing about this screams portable. It looks like a lazy Susan. But it doesn't spin. With yeah. Oh, and now we're describing it. Okay. Anyways, what's this guy's no, description? What is what is the little knob on the top for? Dude, it doesn't even come with the power adapter. Oh, it's it's a wireless charger. That's what it is. Yeah, but where's the speaker? I think the thing I think the bottom is the speaker. Good God. I think the base, like that. Oh, whole you thing plug it into the, the USB? It's the most confusing thing in the world. It's meant to it looks like it's meant to hold your phone. Yeah, it, well it is. That's a wireless charger in the middle. Hold on. I think I think the phone plays it and it echoes out under the bottom area. It creates oh, yeah, like an echo. Yeah. yeah. It's like a it's like the worst um what like the Bose system where it has like the like the big tube yes. inside of it. Yes. It's like the worst version of that. There's nothing about Oh it's there, no there but there's reviews. No, there isn't. It's somebody gave it five stars. Yeah, okay. So now we oh. know who built it. Oh no, no, sorry. The shop has five stars. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it said zero right now. Okay. So that's lectern gate. The most interesting part of Lectern Gate was Roomba House. <laughs> okay, next one. Clarence Thomas. Talk about okay. someone who needs an audit. Um, <laughs> this last week, turns out, and I think this was the um, Senate committee who's investigating this, um, found out that Clarence Thomas bought a, an RV, Brian, for $267,000 uh, through a loan from his friend started to make some amount of interest only payments and then afterwards the friend basically forgave the entire loan sounds like a good oh, friend okay so um, he was a longer, 200 over two hundred thousand dollars got it yes yes um interest only so the, the 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 friend stated he's made so many interest only payments he has paid more than the actual cost of the thing but when they go to look for receipts they're like we can't find anything close to the numbers you're talking about it just sounds like that he paid interest only on this loan for a couple of years, if that, and then, and then it poof, it went away, which according to this would be, would count as like, they're like, you can't just like pay off someone's loan for free. They're basically saying like, it, it must be declared as like the, the, the RV must be declared as like a, a gift or income or something like that. Like you can't, you're not allowed to just be given something like this or, or doing that without like reporting it on some level. Um, uh, yeah, but yeah. He, he he talked to somebody undisclosed years ago, and they broadly said things like this were okay. So it's it's fine, right? Because he needs a lawyer because he couldn't possibly understand all these weird law well, words. Blah, 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 blah. Also, shouldn't like only paying interest on your loans be disqualifying from a judgment perspective? Like, if you're only paying the interest, you are not capable of making good decisions. 
Yeah, what kind of interest is on a, a loan like that? It's a, it was said it was a seven and a half percent interest loan. So my guess is like if you do interest only payments, um, like a credit card, it was probably I don't know a few hundred bucks a month, easy. I mean, I don't I don't know the length, so I guess that kind of part that matters too. But um, yeah, Great. but they ha they have no code. I mean, so what? Like they they literally have no code of ethics. What was the uh, like oversight? Like, what was the the value of the one? Two hundred sixty seven. It says, based on the documents reviewed by committee staff, Anthony Welters, who's this guy, forgave a substantial amount or even all of the principal balance of his loan to Clarence Thomas, constituting a forgiveness of approximately $267,000 of debt owed by Justice Thomas. Yeah, um, he was under $200,000. This says, a number of potentially serious tax questions for Thomas because the failure to repay the entire principal of the loan, quote, would have generated a significant amount of taxable in income for Justice Thomas. Yeah, I mean, that's... Uh... It's like a thousand dollars a month in interest. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. yeah, quote: Regular Americans don't get wealthy friends to forgive huge amounts of debt so they can buy a second house. Justice Thomas should inform the committee exactly how much debt was forgiven, whether he properly reported loan forgiveness on his tax returns and paid taxes owed. Um, a representative for Welters also indicated they were not currently aware of documents indicating whether Thomas had made payments to Welters in excess of the annual interest payments. Okay. So, so Welters is trying to like, be like, what, what, is he, they're pulling a Santos. I have no idea what's going on here, guys. I don't, I don't understand. Well, also to be like, if his claim is that he's been paying interest, that's more than the value of the loan. He's been paying interest only payments for 26 years. No, because he stopped paying. That's the no, point. No, but, like, but that's yeah, the yeah, implication. Yeah. Right? yeah is yeah, like yeah. that you could just, you could just do the math on that. <laughs> right? I, I think you'd have three RVs, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, they said, according to the committee staff calculation, the annual interest payment would have been $20,000. They can find evidence. Um, it says they could find a check from Clarence Thomas to Anthony Walters for amount of $20,000, 20042 and 23 cents. The check's memo line said it was for a motor coach payment. According to committee staff calculations, the annual interest payment loan at 7.5% interest is 20042 and 25 cents. <laughs> so, so basically he paid a year. Looks like they have evidence of one year of payments, maybe more in here. I'm just scrolling through it, but yeah, then they then just got poof forgiven. I mean, um, I don't know. Sounds like everybody else just needs to find better friends. I, you know, like that whole like it, it's so far, so far beyond the so beyond the pale. You can't compare it to anything else, and everything else feels like tiny. You know what I mean? Like this doesn't. Um, yeah. Well, I you know will gladly pay you. Tuesday for a hamburger today, and then you just didn't make me pay on Tuesday. It's the same as this. Yeah. What is the difference between this and giving Clarence Thomas $267,000? What is the difference? Nothing. I mean, you own a fucking shitty RV. Yeah. yeah. That's, I'm sure. I'd rather the $267,000. <laughs> Sorry. What's the difference between uh, asking for a check for $20,000 and giving Clarence Thomas an RV worth $267,000 and this, right? Did his friend have? business before the court uh i don't know probably i mean or if not them again that's what i said laundered if not them personally somebody they know or a friend of a friend and you know yeah i mean obviously like it kind of goes without saying not huge clarence thomas fan but like learning all of the like sleazy money dealings that are also going on with him is just very off-putting especially when he like comes down so hard on like giving handouts to other people like him when he was younger um with the affirmative action rulings and whatnot and then just being like oh like you're just like 
bought and paid for it. Like that's like, that's what's going on here. Like it's just, it's rough. Yes. Brazen corruption. I don't know how you could look at this. Um, and there's all these, like like, a, rep- he's like a poster child libertarian but- as in like handed all of these advantages and then pulls up the ladder like the moment that he can wouldn't a libertarian like i don't know i guess like i guess it depends like is it wouldn't like an ideological libertarian like reject free things or no i generally think of libertarians as people who've received enough free things in their life that they can be successful and then look down at people who got different types of free things yeah and question how everyone doesn't have an rv and wonders why they why they didn't try hard enough to get a free rv yeah yeah i don't know um it feels like a hill. Yes. All oh, right. Yeah. That whole thing. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, we didn't really, we didn't really care as much about rape uh, 20 years ago or, or even, years you ago, know, a year know. or two ago, three years ago. What was Kavanaugh? Yeah. Like oh, um, <clears throat> four, years, well, ago, Kavanaugh, years, four ago. years ago. Even Kavanaugh is very different. I mean, Kavanaugh was just a full on like partisan insertion, right? Yeah. Um, like there's no possible way he could have gotten the, the 60 votes that, um, justices needed previously you mean if people actually like cared about what he did in his past yeah yeah sure sure yep um kind of interesting right like the you know walls and definitions of like you know the highest and arguably second highest positions in the united states right president and supreme court like what can what can you get away with I guess it, it is interesting both are basically being tested at this time granted clarence thomas at least from what we found out is not as bad as Trump, but I mean, who knows, right? <laughs> These are just the little things we've uncovered over the years. Who knows? Is anyone here going to be shocked to find out that Ginny was a key contributor to January 6th? Astonishingly believe that the election was fake and Clarence, like, backed this? Okay. Well, well. Okay. Um, We're going to end on a positive note? A positive note? Oh, Jesus. No, my next story was not positive. Oh, I thought, I thought the next one I saw was... Uh... What is, what's, your, what's your next story, Jim? And Chandler died. Oh. Oh yeah. Drown so it out San Bankman Freed. Yeah, no, Chan Chandler died. I don't know. That was it. Do you have any do you have anything else to add? To yeah, you have any funny additions? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, he always had reports of the guy being like pretty fucked up, even when he was doing the friends, and I guess he was a had a lot of problems with alcohol, died in a hot tub, maybe a heart attack, maybe drowned. I don't know. I don't know. He's dead. Cut young. Yeah. Elena was telling me he made comments about like if he ends up like this, no one would be that surprised. He's that's creepy. He said that. Yeah, something along those lines. Yeah, just that kind of thing. It's like, yeah, like the life he's lived. Like, it's not going to be super surprising. If, you know. Yeah. Yep. I guess it kind of sucks. Friends was kind of a big show, definitely for our generation, and I, that's pretty young. What are you gonna do? You know what the one positive of this is? What? No more fucking Friends reunions. They were. I mean, let's be clear. Like, who? No more clamoring for that. You know who who in this show like actually I don't even know if anyone else even like obviously Jennifer Aniston can is fine but I, I think do the others even want to act like do they even bother anymore do they just move yeah, on I mean, to other shit C- Courtney Cox had um that sitcom on ABC for a, for a while oh, um sorry. what was that called uh the new adventures of uh, young Christine something like that no Cougar Town sorry oh you're thinking of Beep Girl yeah uh, Cougar Town was uh Courtney Cox's <laughs> Beep Girl you mean Julia Louis Dreyfus. <laughs> yeah jesus yeah <laughs> best best thing she's ever done is that show yeah better than seinfeld no but cougar town was um was on for like 10 years well they'll probably do like a remembrance reunion or some shit like that who knows they'll just cg him in at this point yeah probably yeah, i'm sure he signed away his likeness rights at some point 
and now he's not alive to fight it. Matthew Perry, star of every movie for the next five years. <laughs> he did have legitimate good comedic timing. He was a pretty funny guy. Granted, the show, yeah. like, like you know, he, he, he was a pretty fucking funny guy. Kind of sucks. Oh, what are you gonna do? Um, yeah, but I really don't have much to say about it. Yeah, that was it. Well, no, okay. And I got, I got. Um, let's talk about the F- SBF thing. Where the fuck? Where's my article? Where is it? I got too many things open. I'll just click over here. I sent it to you guys. I'll just, I'll click back on it. Da, 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 da. So. SBF is gone to trial because didn't like everybody else but him flip at this point or please? yes yes yeah uh, so, everyone like... around him um basically is you know I mean he's he's running the joint so so you know it's not surprising and kind of what you'd expect right um he, he's he's the top guy and his whole his whole thing seems to be his whole strategy seems to be focusing on Caroline Ellison she's the one that was the person in charge of Almeida. It was her and uh, I think this guy in a shot or something like that. Um, they were kind of running Almeida, which is the, you know, trading firm that sucked a bunch of money out of, of customers' money to then do a whole bunch of trades and either lose it or put it in illiquid investments. I don't know. It's really accounting of all of this seems to be incredibly difficult, but there was an $8 billion gap, right? So that when people went to go, you know, pull their money out because of there was kind of a run on FTX, um, either it wasn't there or it was in again illiquid you know holdings and they didn't have ability to to give the money back i don't know which maybe a combo so he's pointing at all at caroline claiming you know he's, he's doing the like i i didn't know i didn't know i didn't know you know i was running a business there were a lot of things that just kind of happened i wasn't able to keep up um and he actually testified and turns out that Tarek testify uh, i there's some reports it's it's not like it's untelevised but apparently um it's not going super well um my fantasy is that this is this is what's going to happen to trump at the end of the rico case every single other person flips and it's him like blathering in front of a judge and getting shot down yeah so so here's comments from someone who's in the trial during the morning session he gave a long rambling answers to the questions posed by defense attorney mark cohen on multiple occasions u.s district judge lewis kaplan asked him to stop talking (laughs) Other times, Kaplan rephrased Cohen's questions to elicit more direct answers from Bankman-Fried. This guy has been notorious to twist words and answer in very, you know, specific ways that he's, you know, he's very semantics heavy, right, kind of guy. Um, At one point, Kaplan admonished Bankman-Fried for trying to provide his own definition of market manipulation. He said, you will take what I say manipulation means. (laughs) Like, Jesus. You know, this is the, like, can you define the word the kind of moment, right? Um, so he, you know, according to this, he's not going well, but he's basically trying to pull the all shucks. Like I was just too busy at the top level. Um, and really it was Caroline Ellison who was in charge and really should be going after her, but doesn't all, all reports indicate that this strategy is not going too well. He also was going to try and proactively uh, assert the attorney's um, defense. Uh, what is it called? It's called, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Where, um, like you say, he was just given bad, uh, yeah, bad legal advice, bad like advice. As, 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 as that thing. And uh, Friday, the judge said, I want to hear what you're going to talk about. Um, and basically denied or limited the ability for, for them to assert this at defense. Um, Kaplan Friday said that testimony would be um, confusing and prejudicial. Um, instead, he limited the defense, blamed the lawyer strategy to decisions made around the collapsed cryptocurrency exchange document retention policies. And that's it. So he couldn't use them. He's trying to basically say everything I did was with the, you know, with, with, was with lawyers saying it was all fine. Um, 
The judge said, nope. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Yeah, I would really like, like if that defense works, then like I feel like every white collar criminal should just like go find the shittiest lawyer and yeah. be like, hey, just tell me this is okay. And then you take the fall for it if it doesn't work out, but I'll give you a lot of money. Right. Because, you know. Yeah. Right, right, right. You can, you can fund somebody through law school. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or you, you, uh, you, 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 uh, it's like the departed, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. That, that's kind of, yeah. Put him through the police academy so he can be yeah. a mole on the inside. Yep. <laughs> yep. That sounds like a breaking bad plot line. I mean, it sounds like a, like a black mirror plot line or something where it's just like an entire industry of like, oh, right. You just collect like homeless people off the streets. Yeah. And like, give them like the like the brain chip or or download to like like lawyer up, and they're like, okay, <laughs> you're my fall yeah. guy now. <laughs> yeah, it's if, like if it fucking, doesn't happen, here's a lot of money for you to have. But if it does, you know what to do. Yeah. It's like, you know, why are you running a, a university called the Patsy Academy? It's like your law school is called the Patsy. <laughs> no, when you when you were talking about like millionaires driving cars and getting uh, speeding tickets or whatever, I'm like, well. Why would they be driving? You should just be like sitting in the passenger seat and having your like your Patsy driving it. Um, but it's like, well, you want the power of driving the car. So what if you have like a like a surrogate body sitting in the car driving it and you're like just like like jacked in or whatever? You'd be like, oh nope, nope, that's not technically me. You can't prove I was controlling the body um uh, at the time speeding was happening. Uh, I, I was I had actually stepped away for a minute. I I, I told him not to drive that fast. Yeah, this this also kind of feels similar to Trump's defense in his civil court case with like, look, it, it was up to the other company to do their due diligence to prove okay. that everything I was saying was wrong. So so the documents I signed <laughs> asserting that what I said is is a lie actually doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it's, it's, it's your job to figure out if I'm lying. I'm allowed to lie on a signed document. And because you have a due diligence clause on your end, um, it really doesn't matter what I say. It's It's, it's really you. Yeah, they, Which they is, shut that one pretty thoroughly. Shut that down pretty thoroughly in court, though. Um, but the I mean, fact that he was he was so right, he was so sure, so proud of it. Yes, he's proud of the idea that it is like like uh, it is my job not to like bend, not to like talk up, but to flat out lie in every possible scenario. And they, and if they, you don't see all of the lies, then you're the sucker. The, the, the these companies are not there to actually audit you. They are expensive spreadsheet making companies you provide them the data and they stick they give you the output right yeah. like garbage in garbage out like that is not <laughs> they're not a ratings agency yeah yeah cohen some of cohen's testimony was like you know find the most expensive you know cost per square foot building in manhattan then like triple up the square foot of what trump's building was and then like that was the valuation of his building oh didn't for margot lago he like sold the property development rights and then so like so he can't develop it as a presidential property yeah. and then on the um assessment of it said that it could be pre uh, uh, developed yes. on so he did that stuff all the time he, like, he, yes what yeah. are you talking about here yeah like yeah. I, that's stealing from taxpayers let's just be like totally honest when you get right down to it like these sorts of things just like enrich people um, at the expense of the rest of us. Yeah, it's and and in that case, Trump's uh, you know logic is well, if the state or the feds don't detect it, actually that's on them for not doing their due diligence. <laughs> yeah, <there you> <laughs> and it's the same thing. Only 
what's crazy is people seem to look at his tactics and say, like, that's a man of the people. But he, to your point, Brian, he's literally stealing from from everyone when he does that, you know? But it's, uh, I but guess, it's he got his. Every, it's stealing you know? pennies from everyone, though. Yeah. And like you said, if the government didn't want to get all this money stolen from it, it shouldn't have dressed that way. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't even know what she looks like. Hey, that's Marla. Um, yeah. Um, but glad to see SBF isn't isn't doesn't seem like he's pulling it off. But we'll see. I mean, I can't imagine, right? Like, there's what six eight billion dollars missing, and everybody else has flipped, and he's like, oh, oh, oh. like it's gonna be really hard to <laughs> come out of that. The aw shucks routine. Yes. It again. It's it is it is Trump basically saying what he's always said, which somehow is endearing, um, which is I lie all the time and. Because I lie all the time, you should expect me to lie all the time. And therefore, I can never be prosecuted for lying all the time. It's like when remember like when he was president, he was tweeting all this shit. And you're like, you can't like, you can't do this thing. And he's like, I'm doing it out in the open. So it can't possibly be that thing. You know what I mean? It was something like an attack on someone or something like that. It was like, you can't do this thing. But he's like, but if I'm telling everyone the world, I'm clearly not trying to cover it up. So I'm clearly not doing that thing. You, you guys remember this vaguely? It was something Ron Hudson tweeting and, and, and all of it just fell under the one that they were going to prosecute him no matter what, because he was president. But it, it was a whole idea. Like, like if I do it in plain sight, um, it it's not, it, you, it can now, it now like is now immune from, you know, scrutiny. You, right? you mean like saying that I can get Saudis to pay literally anything I want? I think it was something like that. I, I, it, 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 it it was like, you can't bribe someone or you can't do this. And he's like, no, well, literally I'm tweeting about it. It can't be a bribe if everyone knows about it. or Yeah, yeah, something like that. Well, the Saudi thing was when they were um, checking the value on his property, the, 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 his statement was like, whatever number I put down there, I can get the Saudis to pay it. And it's like, isn't oh, yeah. that like saying the quiet part out loud? Like, I think you're supposed to be quiet about but that. That's a, that's a different crime. For this crime, <laughs> that covers yeah. it. <laughs> it's the it's the george santos route for uh you just whatever gets you out of this pot of blowing, like this fire like sure. doesn't matter if you're jumping into another fire this fire is the one that is hurting you right now yeah. too, too many snakes on the island let's import a whole bunch of mongooses too many mongooses on the island let's import a whole bunch of foxes <laughs> <laughs> but like there should come a moment trump's civil trial where it's like so you know we want to tax your place. How much is it worth? Oh, God, like a million bucks. Okay. Um, but, you know, we're also, turns out, and then like they turn around, they put on glasses and they come back and like, Mr. Trump, <laughs> I'm with Time Magazine. I want to do a report on how much you're <laughs> worth. How much is Mar-a-Lago worth? He's like, one, two billion dollars. And then they go and he, the person turns around and puts a, takes the glasses off. So, okay, you know, Mr. Trump. So you just told my friend from Time Magazine it was worth two billion dollars. Should I tax you for that? <laughs> Who is this person? Where'd, where'd the other person go? I want to talk to the Time person again. <laughs> <laughs> stop asking about taxes it's like would would it make you feel better if i just put them back on what are you even talking about oh i'm my friend We've you're my friend when are we doing the article about i'm the richest person in the world next to Putin? <laughs> um yeah yeah you basically just wrote an snl bit <laughs> right right um pete sent a, a feel-good article we'll, we'll read this before we go good yeah um activists canceled millions of student debt for hbcu grads so activist group that collective oh. bought and canceled millions of dollars worth of student debt for morehouse college historically black college or hbcu 
part of an effort to keep African-American graduates out of student loans, get some relief. A spokesperson from the group said, told uh, Newsweek. The, the Jet Collective's partner, Rolling Stone Jubilee Fund, bought 425,000 worth of debt, nearly 10 million that alumni owe to the college. Uh, sister project. Okay, so yeah, so so that's really awesome. I, I've seen some other things like this, of like people buying medical debt at like cents on the dollar and just being like, nope, it's, it's just waived. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, one hundred twenty-five thousand for ten million of debt. Jesus, that was some cheap debt. Turns yeah. out people uh, probably weren't going to pay it back. Right. Yeah. Right. It was one hundred twenty-five thousand uh, or nothing. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. How does that not? I wonder. Like, who, who gave out the loan? How does a company that's giving out these loans like? They're government it... backed usually. Oh right. But but if the government backed. And can't you like not get out of student loan debts even if you like go bankrupt or something? I remember there being something really difficult. Like if, if you negotiate, if you can negotiate this down, like like how do they get the how do they, how do they how does that debt company get the right the remaining nine point whatever nine million? You know? Hmm? Yeah, I don't know. Unless they have some like ways to write it off or something, I don't know. But it just feels like this can't be a winning strategy if all you're doing is giving out loans that are never going to get paid back. But your point, well, if the government backed and there's some way the government can guarantee partial payment. Um, maybe, maybe part of the settlement that company can then submit something and get some additional money from the government, right? It, it wouldn't be doing this if they weren't making know. money. So whatever. Anyways, it's a good story. Or um, it's, you know, the loans are so far gone that there was just 0% chance that they were like, they were going to be forgiven anyway, essentially. Yeah. Yep. Um, so good, well, good, a feel good story. It was a good Pete. Thank you for that. Cause I, I was coming up like we should, we should fund this with, um, with the millionaire uh, speeding tickets. Millionaire speeding tickets to pay off student loan debt. Yeah. We didn't talk about, uh, so we'll talk about the gunman in Maine next week, I guess. Dude, do you really want to, dude, why would you, dude? Because <laughs> ending on dude. a high note. Dude. <laughs> just, not what this, just not what this is about. <laughs> this isn't pure sadness, it's just conjecture. You, you, you're going to guess we might talk about that next week, bro, right? Well, you might hypothesize <laughs> that we might talk about that next week. Unless there are any more gunmen between now and then, so. Um, okay. I, I I feel like gun violence in America is an even less fun and more intractable problem than like Israeli Gaza fights. <laughs> like, what's what's going to change? Nothing. Like, great, awesome. Yeah, like that, and like climate change and all that kind of stuff. Well, that one, <laughs> nobody gets to well, choose whether or not that changes. Yeah, the um the Democrat who represented the, that district. Which um, district in Maine? Oh, uh, or the flumenu that happened to the other person? Yeah, he, like reversed his position on assault weapons bans, so he was pro like Second Amendment. So you know, it's Maine, so it's some weird. Oh, right. yeah, Maine, yeah, Maine is um right. They're kind of yeah, exactly. But he, you know, he's a Democrat. But I don't like the the. I can only understand something if it happens to me. Like I have no concept of like abstract thought or empathy. Yeah, um, conservative. Go on. Yeah, like it just it, like you don't get credit for like reversing your position now because it finally impacted you. Oh, he re- he re reversed it. Or I'm no, sorry. No, so now he's pro pro gun reform. Like, uh, ah, got yeah, it. Uh, yeah. He's, hey, like, oh, he's like, I made I made mistakes. Like, I did not understand the ramifications of this. And it's like, yeah, fucking finally had to happen to you. So I don't know. Like, I get I get really annoyed. Like, you don't get any credit for that. I guess yes. better than nothing. So maybe that is. Yes, but, but, but also, what are you going to do? Vote for the Republican? Uh... <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> it was like, you get the bare placed. minimum of credit. 
whatever <laughs> that is. Turns out it would be my vote. <laughs> yeah, like, you, got, you still have it you had it before you still have it and i give you no credit for changing your mind <laughs> i win right yeah. <laughs> all right guys i think we're done i don't i don't you get the you guys got anything anything else you want to talk about before we go um i saw the five nights of freddy's movie oh not the worst it's, it's pretty good for a horror movie it's pretty good not the worst it's based on a game right yes it is okay. And there were two YouTubers that I guess like made it uber popular in the internet. Um, and I got cameo roles. Oh, that's fun. Did, I mean, did it's a horror movie. Like... So like it's made by Blumhouse. So like, you know, Blumhouse is really good at pumping out like B-grade horror, right? Um, it's solid. It's fine. Did you play the game? I did. It's uh, incredibly stressful. Yeah, I'm sure. Did they? Did you feel like they captured any of the essences of the game? Or it was just, um, it was just a yes. horror no, or, like or there was like... a meticulous care of detail to the game and like mirroring it. So like I and 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 then my daughter showed me like a 10 minute timeline of YouTubers who over the I don't know how many of these versions of like this game is on like that like has like 20 games at this point, you know? Um, and like built a timeline of events and and the movie actually like stays tries to stay pretty loyal to the even even like the timeline of like the the backstory of all the people and everything. Oh, that's fun. Um they, they, they made, you know, obviously like changes and they swapped out characters and like two people morphed into one and all that kind of stuff. But, but like, uh, that was pretty good. It was fine. It's got, um, wing commander in it. Shit. There's a better one for that. Uh, uh, scream bad guy in scream. Do I have I lost you guys? Yeah. God damn it. Well, you know what I'm talking about, right? Not Freddie Prince jr. Um, Matthew Lillard. Yes. Thank you. He was a wing commander. Yeah, dude. Oh, Wing Commander the movie. Yeah. I was just like, I was like, was he a voice actor? Wing Commander the game? Dude, okay, let's be clear. Kind of like that movie. I thought it was pretty good. I, I never saw that movie. You never saw it? No. Nah. I, I saw it and remember literally nothing from it. Okay, here's the thing. It got 4.3 on IMDb. I remember liking it. I remember thinking it was pretty good. I enjoyed the Super Mario Brothers movie when I saw it. Dude, this had Matthew Lillard in it. We've I mean, uh, Freddie Prince Jr. in it. Do you think he does his hacky sack thing in this? He didn't do his hacky sack thing in this. I don't know what you're talking about. You don't remember the hacky sack scene? God damn it. From fucking the Freddie Prince Jr. movie. The movie that everyone knows Freddie Prince Jr. from. What's She's All That? Yes. No, I don't remember the hacky sack scene from She's All That. You don't remember that? I don't, know, I don't understand why you have an encyclopedic <laughs> mem- like memory for. Well, I don't. Because I keep saying the movies. guy and no, the it's person. Just for, it's just for some specific scenes in those movies. No, I could probably tell you. Jim thought that, were incredibly that memorable. So, no, sorry, he goes, hacky sack. Hacky sack, don't drop, never let it drop, and then it drops, and like that was his beat poetry. Remember, because she's, she's trying to woo the the artsy uh, girl, right? You guys don't remember this. I remember that she walked down the stairs to. That's it. That's it. You <laughs> That's remember her, her her brother who was like a little annoying, but like he was nice to him because like he was trying to get out to the girl. No. Do you remember her painting? Her mom died. No. And this was like not the art teacher was like, whatever you're doing. Uh, whoever you're seeing right now, your painting is is your art is really good. So whatever whoever they are are a good influence. And it was like part of her turning points. She's all cynical, and then she found out that like, oh, it was actually a big joke. All right, I'm gonna go watch. She's all that, <laughs> dude. It had a Saved by the Bell guy. Who's Saved by the Bell guy? Zach Morris. No, the other one. Jesse Slater. The, the AC Slater. Rather. No, the, the third one isn't this Zach. Is this Dustin, by, no, 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 it's not. It's not signed by the bell. It's um. Uh, I, I um, named all three. Nine oh two and oh. Nine oh two and oh. I mix these two up all the time. Nine oh two and oh. And not Brendan. Fuck. All right, I'm just gonna look at the movie. Luke Perry. Did it have Luke Perry in it? No. How are you going? Ian, you were circling around the guy I'm thinking about. 
Brian Austin Green? Yeah. No, that was <laughs> dude. Hold on. Am I right? Hold on. Am I right on this? Let me just click on. Let me just click on this movie. I'm actually amazed that I remembered two male actors <laughs> you are, from. You remember all of the people. <laughs> What's really funny is I could be completely wrong about this. So so I could just I could just be spinning you up for no reason. Here, she's all that. All right, I'm signing off. Good night, guys. <laughs> Hold on, Will. We're gonna stand for two seconds. Shit, it okay. was Matthew Lillard. And that's why I was like, he wasn't in this too. Paul Walker. Paul Walker. So it was was Freddie Prince Jr. like the original Adam Sandler, where he just hired his friends in <laughs> in movies so like matthew lillard owes his career to freddie prince jr because he just kept casting him i mean how dude also uh wait so paul walker yeah from I thought, fast and I, furious yeah not, no not i thought he was i had in my head he was um the guy ian he played the guy ian ian, ian yes ian something exactly that what, guy what was that guy's name ian mick 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 mcdermott ian ian mick ian mick ian ian zeering Oh yeah, that guy. I thought he was Ian Ziering. I thought Ian Ziering, but it was actually Paul Walker. I had in my head it like I had those flip. What has that guy been in recently? Dude. Okay. She's all that. He was, in, he was in Sharknado 4. I guess his career is not doing so well. I've seen that. Uh I've seen that. Sharknado 4. Yeah, I was on a plane and I watched it. It's it's why, ridiculous. Wait, why would you watch the fourth Sharknado? Well, it was the one. Did you watch the other three? No, I didn't. I don't think you needed any backstory, I'll be honest. It it was they were at a surf shot and then like a Sharknado came. Like weird shit happened apparently dude that 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 movie that movie franchise goes off the rocks like he becomes this like superhuman like shark terminator it gets nuts dude listen to this he was She's in the all last that. sharknado yeah you know it it, it it like they they it's it's like they're in, like there's russia th blowing up tanks and shit like apparently it just gets absolutely crazy like they there's just go been bigger six and bigger. sharknado movies yeah 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 there's a whole sharknado lore dude listen to she's all <laughs> that cast freddie prince jr rachel lee cook Matthew Lillard, Paul Walker, um, Kevin Pollock, and eh, not so far. Kieran Culkin, Anna Paquin, and Kevin Usher. Pollock. He was in uh Kevin Pollock was in um Usual Suspects. Yes, yes, that guy. Yeah. Yes. That's Kevin he Pollock, was he, Kevin he, Pollock's he, the best actor in the, of that group. <laughs> he's the dad. He was the dad. Yeah. He's the only respectable one in that group. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, you'd like put Sarah Michelle Geller and a couple other people and like you have peak nineties. Yeah. So, anyways, Matthew Lillard is in five nights of freddy's and i'm gonna Ian go Zeering. watch wing commander again because it's probably bad but i remember kind of liking parts of it and Ziering was in zombie tidal wave yeah he's not doing so well after that that no. that series what Maybe was he in? Was, okay was he in 90210 or is he in back uh uh he was in was, 90210 he was okay so yeah it was that one i was wrong on that one all right um <laughs> i said what, what was the other show now i can't remember the other show saved by the bell you literally just rambled off all of the main actors and i'm like wait why isn't he saying the right one that's <laughs> <laughs> not the right fucking show Holy shit. I I can hear Ariel's voice right now going, going, being like, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? I, I don't know if she's seen any shows. I think she has. I think she's told me she has. And I've been like, well, I thought you were too young. And she's like, what do you think that we're like 20 years different? Dude. Well, she's like 28, yeah. right? <laughs> See, that's the thing. So, so, <laughs> so my, I, uh, uh, there's this lady, um, our, um, finance person, um, um, I met Ariel. I brought Ariel to a function and, uh, and, and she's like, oh, I got to meet your girlfriend. Oh, she's really, uh, she's really awesome. And she's like, you're, you're really, you're dating someone like way younger than you. And I was like, um, like no, I just have really, I was like, wait, hair. she, <laughs> I'm like, how old do you think she is? And she was like, uh, uh, she's like, she's like 26 or 27. I'm like, well, you just became her best friend. And, uh, and, and then I was, and, and then I had the second thought, wait, how old do you think I am? 
<laughs> and I didn't want to ask because I was afraid. It's very uh, May-December relationship. A 45-year-old is dating a 25-year-old. That's what I literally think she thinks is happening. Yeah. I mean, you are silvering. Yes. <laughs> That's putting it <laughs> nicely. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm, my, my beard is getting all silvery. Is it? Yeah. It's like the last like six months. It's really uh, really been a dramatic shift. It's cayenne and pepper. Salt and cayenne now. Salt and cayenne. Yeah. Is it a, is it like a migration or is it patches popping up? It's a migration. It's 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 pretty evenly distributed. Oh, look at that! Yeah, it's not like yours where it's like just very clear like patches all over. And trust yeah. me, it's 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 like the colors on its way out at this point. Like, yeah. Are you how are you going to adjust for minute? Are you going full silver fox, dude? I don't. I you know the unfortunate or fortunate thing for us is I don't think guys get look bad. I mean, frankly, I don't think girls look bad when their when their hair changes color, but like there's a huge social stigma to it guys there's no yeah. social stigma to it it's true. um and and i don't think it looks bad at all so it does yeah. make people think i'm dating 20 years younger than my age but besides that yeah also you've been you know salt and pepper for a while 25 fucking years <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah it did you were in early. high school with fucking gray hair i think there was some <laughs> in high school there yeah. was like little hints of it i was like oh geez so, like what's the know. point of fighting this yeah at this point yeah it would be very weird. Dude, um, what would you do? You should I just do, came dude, in and you should like do it. jet black. Yeah, you should like do you'd it. You'd be like, what's wrong? What, what, something's wrong here. I, I think I think you should do it for the next cabin trip. Yeah, just go all all in. Yeah. Here's the thing. How does that even stay very long? Because like facial grows very fast. Like, wouldn't you immediately see it like after two days? Probably. I don't know. That'd be the weirdest thing in the world. Yeah. Also, like, I don't know. Like, our hair is short, so it feels like it would have to be done so often. Yeah. Like, like every... Like once a week, like just dip dip your face in something. I don't I don't even know how you die up. Yeah, maybe that's why just for men is like I don't know, so easy. I guess maybe. I don't know. All right. Well, um, yeah. On that note, yeah. Brian left. <laughs> yeah, Brian, Brian's done. All right. Yeah. I guess we're good. Will. thanks, people, well, for joining. You know, he was he was there for like the special guest section. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> All, right. All right. I'll talk Later. you there.